This is Object to This, an Ace Attorney fancast. I'm Stephanie, Rookie Killer of the Year. I'm Michelle, Original Flavor. I'm Jesse, British Rookie Killer. That's really what you came up with? <laughs> I couldn't think of anything that he said, and it's like close enough. Anyway, I'm sure you guys missed us, and I'm sure you guys had a great time listening to the last episode. And if people who are uh, now second-time listeners, hi, welcome. <laughs> Get ready for this. We're sorry for this trade yeah. <laughs> Um, It's been a long time. Um, but yeah, that was... It's been. I feel like it's been a long time. Um, I just totally fucked up my nails. You're right, Michelle. Oh my god, I fucked them up so bad. <laughs> I told you. I told you. Oh man. All right. Well, my thumbs are trash, but maybe I could save the rest. All right. Uh, Pass me the top coat. Oh, sorry. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> less than a minute in, I fucked up this. Welcome episode. to Manicure um, Town, our manicure podcast. <laughs> Part of the podcast net empire that Stephanie's acquiring. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, so, um, yeah, I just, like, can't thank ProZD enough for being on oh, our show. Oh, yes. Like, that was great. He was amazing. It was great. I It was fantastic. And thank you, everyone who sent in questions. Yeah, questions, you know, on time were, were more appreciated than questions after the fact. Yeah, and thank you, everyone, who emailed <laughs> us to he... say it was really good, and then also extra questions, like we were going to do it the next time, too. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you missed the deadline, but we still love you, and thanks for liking that episode. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he offered to be on again, so maybe we'll take him up on yeah. that. And uh, people also said we should do interviews with other people more often. We don't know other people, so if you have an idea of someone, let us know. Yeah, if somebody... And if you have a way of contacting them, even better. Oh, I do want to have, um, so Attack on Cutie, formerly Attack on Cutie and now booty blogging Abby Justice sent us a question that was like, what did it feel like when you were talking to ProZD? Like, did it feel as normal as it could or nerve wracking? And I thought that'd be a fun question. How did you feel, Stephanie? Well, let me tell everyone what happened right before we hit the accept Skype call. I put my head into my hands and I screamed and I rolled around on the bed. <laughs> I remember I was there. Yes, you were there. I was not there because I was not allowed on this nope. episode. Yes, Jesse was not allowed because if you remember from Jesse's first episode, she thinks of really morbid questions to ask people. <laughs> I don't even remember that far back. Things mostly containing like how people would react if someone suddenly died, dead babies, stuff like yeah. that. Like my typical everyday conversations. Yeah, but you're in med school where other people are interested in those things. We talk about dead babies a lot. It's kind of sad. By choice. Anyway. So I felt fucking concentrated embarrassment the entire fucking time. Um, and also, like, I was not funny, and I've never been funny in my entire life. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> and the concentrated embarrassment came from me, specifically. <laughs> no, no, no. Embar it was not embarrassment about you. It was embarrassment about me and my life and my choices and everywhere I've ever been and everyone who's ever met me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if um, you listen to that episode, I won't listen to after I edited it. Like, I have not listened to that episode because it'll probably be, like, me having war flashbacks. But I'm glad you guys liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so, but um, he was great. 
Oh yeah, he is great. He Facebook. I'm not Facebook. He Tumblr friended us after that on our personal Tumblrs, and then he unfollowed mine. But that's okay. <laughs> My Tumblr is trash. Uh well, that was a fun time with. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Abby Justice. Yeah, thanks, Abby Justice. Um, but it's really nice to have people who are not just our immediate friend group that we forced to play Ace Attorney <laughs> on this yeah. show. Gives us a little more street cred. <laughs> let's let's move on to our normal segment of. The news. Okay, um, so Michelle, so um, the news we got this time is uh, uh, there's gonna be a thing that's probably in Japan that's connected with Daigakuten Saiban, uh, called a real escape game. So from what I can tell, is this looks like a like a murder mystery event with that's Daigakuten Saiban themed, and it's like a like a puzzle time, and the participants all work together to solve a mystery within the time limit, aided by clues left at the scene, and like that's crazy. That's like fucking amazing. Yeah. Like I want to play an ASIS. Like, wait, Jesus Christ, we've we've failed our ASAM community so hard. Why don't we just ever host a regular ass murder mystery? At ASEN for Ace Attorney fans. That's a freaking good question. Remember all of the murder mysteries we did in undergrad? Yeah, we and did how them. much work yeah. that was? No, because we did them weird. Yeah. If you do a straight up murder mystery, it's not that much work. Hmm. Because we did a, we did a, like a, like a play murder mystery. Yes. They, yeah. regular murder mysteries, you hand out cards to people and they have to be characters. Okay, we could do that. That'd be a fun time. But like, that's, that'd be a fun time. Everyone at your local convention, sign up and do Ace Attorney Murder Mysteries. Mm-hmm. Gonna be a good time. But this sounds yeah, really fun. Yeah, it's like this. So this thing that they got, I have not been to it, but in Toledo, they got this thing that's like, um, like, I think it's a real escape, but I don't know what they call it. But it's like, um, at one point you're like, you have to escape from a room and you're like, there's like a murderer there and they change it every year. Like one year it was like, there's going to be a horrible outbreak and you have to prevent it and you win by doing it. And it's like all like... It's kind of like our old-fashioned murder mysteries where, like, some people come in and it's all scripted, but they have to hit the cues in order to win. And if you don't win, you, like, die. And not real-life die, but, like, die-die. But, so, like, this seems like a really cool thing that's never going to happen here in America because we can't even get, like, investigations to. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) So. Is that all the news? Uh, yeah, that's it for news. Um... Is uh, Japan gets everything we want and we get none of it? Sounds about right. Um. Okay. Uh. How about an update on Michelle's dad plays? Oh, Ace I'm Attorney. glad you asked because email Rachel Ace Clone really wanted an update on Michelle's dad plays Ace Attorney. Um. I don't have one. <laughs> Long story short. <laughs> Long story short. Uh, I hadn't seen my dad. I saw my dad t- on Sunday for the first time since Christmas. Because I was gone to Chicago and then he left for Germany for about a, a month. So you can add that to your Michelle is actually Von Karma theories. And um, then he came back from Germany and I was gone again. <laughs> so <laughs> I finally seen him and I haven't talked to him about it. Um, so I will try to do that soon and get you guys an update next episode. But the chance chances are good that it's probably he's stuck somewhere ten minutes after he was stuck before that I helped him two months ago. <laughs> so and that's a good thing for me because I want nothing more than for him to stop playing this game. <laughs> the only person in the world well, I don't want to play true. this series is my dad. Uh, 
because uh, I'm sure your dad is convinced this is why you became a lawyer. I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. It's hard to say what your dad actually thinks. It is. Feels. He's kind of hard to. He's kind of hard to yeah. understand. Uh, um. Let's see. Any other updates that we're people are expecting of us? Uh, don't think so. Uh, uh, oh, um, uh, we play PL versus AA update. Jesse, where are you? I finished the game. I was doing the bonus, um, fourth wall breaking cases, which those puzzles are better because they're harder. Ooh. In the bonus cases. Yeah. But also they're frustrating and like you can't find answers for them online. At least I didn't look for answers for them online. And then Jing took her DS back, so I didn't finish the bonus. Aww. Um, I'll steal it back from her soon, probably. Why weren't you using your bank of hint coins? Because I know you didn't use that shit in the main storyline. I don't use hint coins. Even though in the bonus you can use as many hint coins as you want, and it doesn't take up your hint coins. So I did use it for a couple of them. So instead of trying to figure out the puzzle, Jesse, you just decided to stay frustrated at it. (laughs) Is what you just said. <laughs> I used tent coins for a couple of the bonus case puzzles. And, and then when you were so frustrated you wanted to give up. I like, quit. I could <laughs> look online, but I'm just going to quit instead. Yeah, I quit the puzzle because they're bonus case puzzles. I get nothing for completing them, as far as I know. And then Jing took her DS back, so. I mean, can't you not advance the storyline until you finish the puzzles? No, you can always quit a puzzle, and then, like, the storyline will advance, and the puzzle will be there for you later. Yeah, sometimes there's, sometimes there's, sometimes there's plot puzzles, and sometimes there's, like, um, gate, at least in latent games, I don't remember, and or I haven't gotten to this in PL versus AA, there's, like, gatekeeper yeah, NPCs will... who are, who will be like, well, you can't get past this until you've beaten 50 puzzles, and usually you just talk to them, and they're like, until you've beaten 50 puzzles, oh, shit, you're at, like, 200, okay, keep going, <laughs> like... Yeah, that's that will happen. You'll get there. So you, for the most part, you can skip puzzles and um, be cool as long as you do most of them. This would have been, like, you know, good to know back when I quit the Laden series, three puzzles, two puzzles in. Well, your first mistake was not talking to me first or meeting me first. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I played them before I met you. Yeah. Like a whole year. Like a whole year before I met Yeah, because you would have been like, I quit, and I'd been like, give it to me, I'll just beat this puzzle for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, so I am still, I am at the second case, second court case case. Um, so I'm going really slowly because school is hard. So I will get to that sometime, you guys. <laughs> Hang tight. Yeah. That's that's fine. Everyone hang tight. I will eventually, you know, play that the bonus case of uh, Dual Destinies. That will one day happen. I'll probably do that after the, I pass the bar exam, or take it at least. So <laughs> just wait on that. Uh, yeah. So, you know, we're just like the worst uh, Ace Attorney podcast around because we still haven't finished the uh, one thing that we need to finish in order to have this podcast. Ace Attorney? I guess two things. <laughs> It's thirty and PL versus A. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, 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 we got two and a half years of street cred that no one can take away from us. So it's fine. <laughs> All right. So um, I don't think we had any uh, any other burning questions from people, or do we? Um, no burning questions. We've got some shit. We've got 
Ultron sent us some stuff about Greek myths and names in Ace Attorney, but that's not the question. Oh, well, let's hear it anyway. First, I want to give us the news that email Rachel Ace Clone sent us, because remember the Shelly to Killer problem, Stephanie? Yeah. About how he's in yeah. an ice cream what truck. What is Shelly up to? In Investigations too. Yeah. So it's slight spoilers for Investigations <laughs> Wait, too, if what? anyone cares. Uh, Shelly DeKiller, from all the screenshots I've seen floating around, is in a goddamn ice cream truck serving ice cream to children at Miles Edgeworth. Um, so this was very disheartening to Stephanie. <laughs> she, she about lost her shit. Um, and I was just sad because I don't want him I'm, to retire in an ice cream truck. I'm, I'm hoping it's like not a retirement thing. I'm hoping that it's, uh... Like, but it's like a for a case. Yeah, or for, that's for a that's hit. what that's what email Rachel sent us is that it's definitely for a hit. But this is the weirdest thing is she said investigations two takes place before justice for all. Wait, I thought it took place after the third game. That's when investigation one takes place. Oh. So the the Wait, answer is so we need to play investigations two because apparently our entire timeline is fucked. <laughs> Yeah, because K is in that. And before, if it takes place before JFA, that means that that's the period where Edgeworth is not around because he's fake dead and Phoenix is having, like, problems. So, um... I'm checking out court records right now. Yeah, so our timeline's fucked, if that is true. Um... But this timeline means nothing to me. Okay, uh... Oh, well, Jesse wants to, like, figure out this... Okay, so that's Trials and Tribulation. That's right. That's right. Justice for all. Child. I'm gonna drink my coffee because it's a rare one. Daytime yeah, recording. So, investigation. Investigations yeah. one is after Game Three. And then where's? Uh, they don't have Investigations two on this. Probably because it hasn't been localized. It, it says it has G. Uh, Gakuten Saiban 2, or sorry. Gakuten Kenji 2. Gakuten Kenji 2 spoilers dates. So, oh. I don't know where they are. If it takes place after JFA, then scroll up to the part where JFA takes place. I don't see it, but I could just be reading this wrong. Well, I'm not on that page, but um, it's not above, uh, like... Yeah, I'm not... It's not above State versus um, uh, Delight. It's not, like, anywhere. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, like, scrolling through the whole thing. <laughs> so, uh, their spoilers are very unspoilery, because I don't see them at all. So, anyway, yeah. So, we should play Thanks. Investigations 2 at some point, because we need to talk about how fucked everything is. Yep. Shelly DeKiller, ice cream truck. But he's doing it for a hit, so that's a good... The good news is Shelly DeKiller is still as badass as we thought he was. But what... But what if he really likes selling ice cream? Then he becomes Ron Weasley. Problem solved. You mean Rupert Grit? Yeah, same difference. I don't think that problem is solved. (laughs) I don't think that solves any problems. (laughs) I think that means he's Ron Weasley. (laughs) Again, I don't see how the problems aren't solved. Because you... You're insinuating that Ron Weasley is cool. gets his face sliced in half and, and becomes cool and becomes a classy-ass murderer. And we know things about Ron Weasley is he's none of those he's things. He's not cool. But he does get married to Hermione Granger. Which is cool. So, 
Which is cool. cool. She is the coolest girl in the whole coolest world. Coolest thing that boy ever did was get married the to the coolest kick. girl in the whole wide world. <laughs> Props. Um. Also that one time with the chess. Kid <laughs> <laughs> peaked when he was 11. Well, he also like broke the one horcrux. That was Harry no, and Hermione making out at no, him. No, because that was bullshit. Because he spent, like, four months being Percy Bitch first. And I mean that in the most positive way. Female positive way. I, that was, he was a piece of shit for, like, three months. And then he was like, oh, I solved this problem. And Harry was like, thanks. <laughs> I love your Harry impression. It's so accurate. <laughs> All right, well, let's hear what, um... Uh, who was it who had Greek things? Oh, yeah, Ultron. Okay, let's get back Ultron. to Ace Attorney. Stop okay. talking about Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, that's on our different podcast, the uh, Cauldron Weekly. Did We had a Harry oh, Potter a name. name. We had a Harry that's... Potter podcast name. I can't remember it, though. I would have gone with the Leaky Cauldron. That's already a podcast. That's a thing. 100% sure. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the pub from Harry Potter, but... I was trying to be original and it failed. I'm sorry. I, I, I was, thought it was, was different. Really Didn't we made this goof? It was like Defense Against the Dark Drummer or something. It was anyway. <laughs> I remember that goof. Um, that was a good goof. Uh, it was a good goof. Uh, go listen to our backlog for that goof. Uh, so <laughs> Ultron sends us uh, about Athena's mom because Matus, right? So right. Ultron says in Greek mythology, Athena, the goddess, had a mother. Also named Matus, who is Zeus's first wife, but he ate her because that's what you did in Greek mythology. And um, so she was just chilling out inside Zeus because that's what you did in Greek mythology. And so when she gave birth to <laughs> Athena, that's why she came fully formed from Zeus's forehead. Um, not just because Athena's a badass, but because Zeus swallowed her mom. And then, uh, so that's cool. And then Ultron adds also that um, Zeus was Apollo's dad, too. So that's just fun. They're, like, leaning in hardcore to the Greek myths in, in Dual Destinies. They are. And I remember the whole Apollo-Athena thing, like, when they first came out with her name. Because everyone's like, Apollo and Athena are supposed to be brother and sister. But it's also, like, isn't Apollo, like, yeah. the sun god and Athena's, like, the moon goddess or something? Well, Athena's the goddess Athena? of wisdom. I don't think okay. she's the goddess of the moon. But Apollo in the myths has a twin sister named Artemis. Mm -hmm. She's okay. the goddess of the hunt. Right. I believe. I believe Artemis is his sister. Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. But You're I know I freaked out a lot when I was playing Dual Destinies and in the first case with um, Juniper, she's talking about um, like her grandma has some sweet herbs or something that like are should some give you herbs. the power of foresight. Do you remember that? Yeah, some sweet like she dank said, foresight herbs. Some sweet, yeah, she's, uh, she's got some sweet dank herbs that let you tell the future. And I like just about flip my shit because Apollo is like has the power to see into the future and I thought Juniper was going to be a real um what's that bitch's name? A seer? No. Um uh Cassandra. no, it's yeah. Cassandra. Bam. Boom. Myths. <laughs> Cassandra. So um at one point Apollo in the myths like this chick named Cassandra and he was like, "Hey Cassandra, um you want to get it on?" and she was like, "Not really, Apollo." <laughs> 
I'm good. <laughs> and so he was like, well, fuck you. And he cursed her with the power to see the future and be completely accurate every single time because he's the god of, like, seeing the future. And it's a, no one would ever believe her. So yeah, she would yeah. just go roll up to people and be like, hey, you're going to get poisoned and die. Maybe don't drink that. And they'd be like, fuck you, Cassandra. And they'd drink it and die. And she'd be like, god damn it. <laughs> so um, I I thought that Juniper was going to be a real Cassandra figure. And then it turned out she was Larry Butts. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, sorry. Um, and then also um, Apollo one time in the myths had this boyfriend um, and they were happy and everything. Apollo is plagued by, like, tragic, tragically not having any game. So, <laughs> so Apollo <laughs> had this boyfriend one time, and they were, like, playing discus or something, and he fucking sliced his head off. And it was a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to our new podcast. Greek <laughs> myths unfolded. Decapitated. Yeah, like so they were just, like, playing discus. I don't remember who caused it. Because, of course, it's, like, Greek myths. So, like, somebody was pissed at Apollo. So they were like, well, your boyfriend's going to die. But, like, Apollo was cut off his boyfriend's head playing discus one time. Um, so if you guys want to pretend that's Clay, that's a good time, too. <laughs> oh, Apollo, you had one friend? Well, he's dead. <laughs> uh, okay, so if we're going to keep going with this Greek myth allegory... Who would Simon Black will be? Um, uh, I don't know Greek myths, like, at all. So, so I can't um, actually contribute to that. So, whoever's... I'm gonna, um, there's a couple of options here. If we're going... and I, This is where we're getting into the foggy part of my knowledge. Because I'm doing this all from memory and I don't know this part from memory. So, the dude who... So, Simon Blackwell could be one of two people, I think. One... The dude who killed Medusa, because whoever killed Medusa rolled up into, like, Medusa town and was not, not prepared. Um, and, uh, Athena gave him a shield that was mirrored, um, so that way he could defeat Medusa. Does that make sense? Was it Jason? Or... Uh, no, that's the Golden Fleece. Ah, uh, okay. But, um, so I mean, technically, if we want to go with this allegory, Simon Blackwell has something to defeat the phantom and athena gives him the power to do it okay um what's your so there's that but also um the trojan war shit which is my foggiest part because i didn't read the iliad um what it was remember the trojan war started because helen of troy was the prettiest and um somebody originally even before that somebody pissed off the goddesses because they they rolled up and they started saying this apple goes to the prettiest one and so aphrodite and athena and Probably Hera, because Hera would do that. Uh, started fighting, and that's why the Trojan War happened. Um, and Athena sided with some people, and whoever she sided with on the Greek side, probably some allegory happens there, but I don't know that from memory. Um, so I'm going to stick with that Medusa thing. I like that Medusa thing. I think that Medusa thing's pretty pretty, pretty cool. Um, yeah. Josie, you know Greek mythos a little bit. Do you have a guess? Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, who sided with Athena, or who did Athena side with in the Trojan War? I'm trying to remember, and my Greek mythology knowledge is so rusty. Yeah, it's okay if you don't remember. I mean, like, if you had an input, that would have been cool, because it, then, like, it could have been a conversation instead of me going, oh, that's cool! Oh, that's cool! <laughs> oh, that's super cool. 
Which is also how everything on the show goes. So there's that. Yeah, no. It sounds good, like, but I don't remember who Athena sided with. Yeah, if somebody knows that, we can keep this, uh, keep this slow train going, but, uh, email me, because I'm not gonna Wikipedia it after we're done recording. Nope. Uh, alright. Well, how about we take a quick break, uh, and then Jesse is going to perform a piece for us. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Ultron, BT-dubs. Yeah, thank you. Alright, we'll be right back. I'm Stephanie. It's getting harder and harder to breathe. I'm Michelle. Hey there, I like your hair. I'm Jesse, and I'm here to represent the Legal League of Lawyers. God damn oh, it. Fuck. <laughs> get, get, stay tuned for that conversation. <laughs> Alright, so today in Object to This Land, uh, Jesse is going to read us something. So this is a segment I like to call Jessie Forgets Which Podcast She's On. So on Tumblr the other day, I I saw a post about Crab's Quill. No. And and I'm just away from me. Michelle, just let it happen. So now I'm going to read this. And it is short. And it is beautiful. So... Simon Blackwell curled up into a ball on his bed, tears gliding gently down his face. How long had it been since his beloved had come to visit him? It certainly felt like an eternity, and he was prepared for the worst. He couldn't shake the feeling that no matter how long he waited, he'd never see his lover again. After all, he wasn't exactly at the top of the most people's list when it came to romantic options, what with his reputation as the dreaded Twisted Samurai. He drifted off into a restless sleep, but was soon awoken by the telltale clattering noise that always accompanied his love. A shadow appeared from the other side of his cell, quickly opening the door as it made its way to Simon's side. Simon was breathless, unable to believe his eyes. Eugene, what are you? Eugene Krabs quickly covered Simon's mouth with his claw, shushing him. I had to see ya, he whispered. I'm sorry for not visiting ya earlier. I was busy with the restaurant, but all the security in the world couldn't keep me from ya. Simon's eyes shone with tears once more, and a small sob escaped his lips. I thought you'd abandoned me. I thought I was alone again. Eugene quickly embraced him, murmuring words of comfort into his ear. Of course I wouldn't abandon ya. You're my first love. No matter what happens, we'll get through this together, you and me. Of course, Simon smiled through his tears, returning his crustacean companion's embrace. I wouldn't dream of doing anything else. Author's note. You're welcome. Mm. Uh, I'm so upset. (laughs) This is so upsetting. This is the most upsetting. (laughs) She wrote crab's quill on the whiteboard where we write how much money we owe her for rent and groceries. Uh, so she wouldn't forget to tell me I, about this. Jesse, this is the most upsetting thing. Also, and like the, <sighs> the author's name is crab's quill. There is nothing else 
like in the profile, no other stories, nothing bookmarked, nothing. It's gotta be a troll, right? It I'm has to be a troll, it's a troll. Because a true fan would know that no one can be Mr. Krabs' first love except for his baby mama, Pearl's mom. Um. Or, or money. money. It's true, I forgot about money. Also, Pearl's. Haven't you seen that thing where it's probably where someone came up with the theory that uh, Mr. Krabs found Pearl by the hooks and that her mom was yeah. killed by them? And that's why he's so emphatic about SpongeBob not I going I did see near that, but that's not canon. That's not SpongeBob canon. <laughs> uh, welcome to our new podcast, Under the Sea. <laughs> under the Sea, a SpongeBob fancast. The Pineapple Under the Sea. But yeah. So I found this. And I wasn't sure which podcast that it would be better none, for. None. Zero. Zero percent. Zero percent. No podcast. Zero out of zero. Zero out of ten. No. Will not read again. I'm sure it's a goof. It has. There's no way it's not a goof. Like, I hope so. Also, but it's also, upsetting that the word scuttling the was not involved. Because he's a... <laughs> You're upset about that, really. Crab scuttle. Anyway, can we talk about something else? Anything at all else? Please. Uh, anything at all else? Well, you said GP had something to talk about. Let's talk about what GP uh, has to say. Well, I look at that. More choice gems like that can be found on our other podcast. You gotta be faking me. Because you gotta be faking me. Okay. <laughs> God damn. Okay. Um, I realized that that story would have been better if it was a crossover with the bonus pirate case. No. So, <laughs> Green Pepsi, Green Pepsi has sent us on a theory about um, uh, Mystic Amy, Ami, Amy, Ami. How are we gonna pronounce this? Ami, Ami, A M I, Ami. I've been saying. Okay, Ami. so, so Green Pepsi says, like the the urn, Mystic Ami's urn. Remember, if it broke, it would um, like destroy all of the. The Fey power? Because she was the matriarch, you know? Something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's been broken so many yeah, fucking so, times that, like, it's... Exactly. Like, we hope so this is what GP's that. theory is about. She's like, well, if this urn's been broken, like, 50,000 million times, like, how... Like, how can... How can that be cool? So she's like, what if Mystic Ami is just immortal because she she just lives in Karain somewhere and is so powerful that she channels herself... And so that's why you can break the jar so many times and the ashes never get lost because she never died. And everyone just thinks she's dead, but she can just keep channeling herself forever so that she's immortal. That's like fucking nuts. Why wouldn't they just tell Is that, that story fucking crazy? That? Well, if they didn't know. But And then hmm. she No, okay, but let's let's like talk about this Well, let, like let's talk about this urn because we've established magic is real. Right. Spirit channeling is real. So there's no reason to not believe that if this urn is broken, broken, that the Fays don't have power. But they do. Yeah. And it's been broken since back in the days of at least at least once with Maya and Mia when they were kids. Yeah. So what's the fucking it's, deal? It's um, I don't know, because maybe the urn. I mean, the thing of it might be that the urn doesn't actually hold any power. Right. Maybe it's just really disrespectful to break your ancestors' urn that their ashes are in, because then you just fucking scraped it all over the floor. Yeah, that's, I mean, it might be that. Let me look, let me make sure about this power thing. I'm looking it up right now. Keep talking, Jesse. Because if they had her locked 
caked up in the urn and the urn had been like had seals on it in the inside keeping mystic ami in there and they just made up the power thing because she was just too powerful and then breaking it released her yeah 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 so the fey family believes that as long as ami fey's spirit is inside the urn the spiritual power of the fey family will continue yeah so hmm what if it's like the opposite every time someone breaks the urn they are more powerful holy shit because pearl is the because <laughs> pearl is the most powerful spirit <laughs> oh channeler, my god and she's like eight that's amazing Maya's pretty fucking good. Well, Maya, did Maya break and it or did Mia, Mia break really it? Good? They both broke it, but we don't know how powerful as as a live spiritual channel Mia was. Yeah. Mia's really good as a ghost. We know because we know Pearl's a prodigy, and we know that Mia can forcefully channel herself into other people from the True. dead. And and don't forget, Maya was being possessed, and like with Dahlia and like lived through that. Yeah. So like maybe that's the secret, but you can only break an urn so many times and glue the pieces back together so many times. Yeah. That's crazy. Wait, I think I kind of like that. Because I understand uh, GP's theory is interesting, but I feel like the phase, especially since they have like no men in their village and like tourism would probably boost their economy, like would use that tale. Because a tale of that would at least exist. There's no way that, like, Ami became immortal and they all thought she just died. Unless Ami went through, like, a lot of shit to pretend that she did die. Well, if she had Highlander powers like Phoenix, something could have happened and they just assumed she was dead. Very possible. Well, the Green Pepsi expands our theory to say that, like, uh, not only is she just alive, but she's also, like, kind of, um... Uh, I want to find a way to phrase this that isn't just un like Aristotelian philosophy. Um, no, I'll go with that. She's like unmoved. She's like the unmoved mover in um Aristotelian philosophy at this point, where she is the center of everything and she is controlling everything. So all everything that happens, like, is because Ami Fei is like deciding everyone's fate. And she's like Green Pepsi goes on to like okay. link it with the like Kristoff being possessed and everything. Like everything weird magic that goes on is Ami Fay putting it into motion. And like she goes on to like that's why Phoenix is collecting magical children because they need to stop this like predestination problem that's happening. Um, but you know, <laughs> who knows? I would I would buy into that theory more. If there was some indication somewhere that like predestination was an issue, here. that is true. It's a it's a theme we've never dealt with, which is like um trying like trying to usurp your own fate in Ace Attorney. Yeah, well, in a very literal sense, you can't progress in the Ace Attorney game unless you present the correct evidence. So there is predestination yeah. in the strict sense of how the game is constructed. Well, at that, in that case, then you're just getting into an existential crisis about video games and storytelling as a whole. So <laughs> don't go that in the far. storytelling class, Michelle, it's very important for me. Josie, you're looking pretty thoughtful. Uh, no, I just 
have these random scratches on my hand for the past few weeks, and I don't know where they came from. All right, super interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really like the um, every time you break the urn, you get more power theory. Yeah, which would make sense if they had installed the don't break the urn or we'd lose all the power um, because then no one's going to keep breaking the urn every five seconds. Because Morgan Fay would just smash it over everyone's head every five seconds. Didn't Adrian Andrews break the urn at some point? Yes. I don't think she yeah. did. In Trials and Tribulations, she breaks it and then glues it back together. Because remember, Pearl glued know. it back together and the spelling was wrong. She's She glued it back together A-I-M. Right. I am. Or, or I-A-M. I am. I am. And then Adrian, when Adrian, yeah. when it's in that mass to mass case, it's spelled correctly again. And that's because Adrian broke it when it was on display and glued it back together spelled correctly. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, so is Adrian Andrews now a spirit channeler? I don't know, but what if she is? <laughs> well, because... If she is, would she know how to control the powers? Not at all. No. <laughs> so. And who's her mentor? Francesca Var- Varnara. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's... So she'd never learn. Did they ever establish that she, like, like, I know they, Franzi had an affinity for her, but I don't know if, like, Adrian goes on to, like, apprentice under Franzi. No, I don't think there's a full apprenticeship, but I think they, like... Uh, fandom's pretty, I, this is, fandom has so integrated into my mind, uh, fandom has pretty much said, like, they, they're friends, at least. Yeah. Um, but doesn't Franzi teach her how to crack a whip, or is that I not I think true? that does happen, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, like, even if it was just like, here, this is how you, this is how you use a whip correctly, she did mentor her for very briefly, yeah. so... So, I mean, the, the kind of path she took was not spiritual channeling, so she's probably going to become uh, essentially a Castlevania character, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Which is, I never played Castlevania. She has a whip, which is the main weapon of the guy from Castlevania. He uses a whip. Uh, the main guy from, like, the first Castlevania. And, uh, and uh, he fights Dracula, so... Like, those are, those are the two most important pieces you need to know, and you fight monsters and shit, so, like, her having spiritual channeling power would be fine, because in other games, they have weird power-ups and stuff. Yeah. But does this mean she's open for possession easier? I think she might be, Probably. I mean, she might be just in general, too, because if we know anything about poor Adrian, is she has a lot of, like, um emotional and mental hurdles that she has to maneuver because like her poor like her poor dead girlfriend slash boss remember from the second game from justice for all yeah and then she changed her entire identity yeah and then she like goes through this horrible case where she's accused of murder and her client was a psycho killer and then like we get to trials and tribulations and she's trying to pick herself up by her bootstraps she's like a curator of this um traveling exhibit and she's like doing great and then she like fucks up and breaks this urn and like once again everything is not going good for adrian oh adrian. poor adrian which is part of why like adrian is so cool and she grows so much in the series like that's kind of why i love every single fan canon um 
or fan theory or weirdo fan fiction where Adrian like becomes awesome. Because I think I've talked about the the one that I read one time where Adrian Andrews apprentices under Shelley to kill her and be like and and um, assassinates everyone who ever like made her life difficult, including um like uh shit, what's his name? Your client Phoenix. Your client from the last case in JFA. Um, Ungard, Matt Ungard. Oh, oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so she's just, like... Oh, especially Ungard. Ungard, yeah. She, like, systematically goes and assassinates everyone who ever, like, ruined her life. And, uh, that's a fucking great fan fiction. I don't know where it is, but I loved it. Did you find it on the kink meme? I remember you telling me about it or making me read it at some point. Yeah, it was probably absolutely on the kink meme. (laughs) Because she keeps the cat. (laughs) That's, like, the only part I remember. She does keep the cat. And Shelly the Killer gets mad at her for keeping the cat because he's like, you are not, like, the, like, don't, you have to leave the crime scene, like, untouched. Like, you have to disappear Shoe. from the That's crime scene. Yeah, so she keeps, see, she keeps Shu, and Shelly's pretty pissed. <laughs> Shelly, you can go second. You work in an ice cream truck now. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, if I can find, if I can find that fanfiction, I'll link it. We'll link it in this description, I guess. I don't know. Fuck. Put it yeah, on the Tumblr. You can do that. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, f- I kind of, like, forgot a lot about JFA. That is the one I've played the I least. I feel like I forgot a lot about I forgot that. a lot of JFA. Yeah, because, like, it's not as... Oh, I also have a correction. I lied to ProCD and I said JFA was my first one. It was... You said Trials and Tribulations. I said Trials and Tribulations was my first. And JFA was your first. I lied. JFA was my first one. I'm sorry, everyone. I lied to ProCD. (laughs) So, um, because after we had started saying it, I realized it wasn't true, and it was too late for me to go and say I got the titles mixed up. (laughs) So. It's okay. I still love you. I apologize now. (laughs) I knew you were wrong, but I didn't correct you, so I am also at fault. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's okay. He'll just, like... He's never going to listen to this podcast, so we can be dirty, filthy liars. It's okay. But since this is the one I haven't, like, I haven't played all of them very often. Like, I've played all of them once through. And then I started replaying the first one again, but never got far. So it's really hard for me to remember, like, oh, right, Adrian Andrews had all this really important backstory. Her life was really fucking hard. Yeah. And she was in two separate games. But that's what makes Ace Attorney so charming is they bring characters like her yeah. back. Also, her hair's better the second time. <laughs> yeah. Her hair looks great the second time. Um, she still has the broadest shoulders known to mankind. But That's yeah. everyone. <laughs> wouldn't be Ace Attorney. That wouldn't be Ace Attorney otherwise. That's everyone that's not a child. Yeah. They're, work- they're working on it. Dual Destinies looks great. <laughs> so, okay. So, if she's... If so, so Adrian Andrew has the potential to either be uh, an assassin under Shelley to kill her, uh, which is fine with me because I love her sprite of her tw- of her twirling the Shelley to kill her card in her hand. Yeah, like that's well, I think one of my top. I ten think sprites. that Shelley to kill her fanfic happened in an alternate timeline where you Phoenix make the wrong choice because he busts her out of jail, and the only reason why she'd be in jail is because Phoenix threw her under the bus, like um, like Matt Ungard wanted, because Matt Ungard was like, you have to accuse Adrian, and, or Maya dies, or something. Right. And, um, and that's how you get the bad ending in JFA. The, uh, 
the the miracle never happened ending. Um, yeah, that one. The miracle never happened ending, and um, so probably she doesn't become an assassin. But that means in the main timeline, she could become imbued with magical power <laughs> from the Ami urn. Uh, and then what if, so what if, um, one were to break the Ami urn and get the Gamma Ray Book of Secrets? Oh, crap. It's, it's, um. <laughs> well, they also had to be, like, trained to properly spirit channel, but other than that, I think they'd be unstoppable. Oh, hello, have you met my friend Pearl Fay? I am Phoenix Wright. Have you met my little, my little, uh, urn-breaking prodigy Pearl Fay? She's still She was... is good friends with my daughter Trucy. Yeah. She's still, like was taught, and she was still being taught by uh, Maya in the village in Dual Destiny. Well, think about yeah. that. Have you met my friend Profe, who's allowed to leave the village? Wait, no. She just is friends so... with my daughter, Trushi, right? The heir to the Gamma Book of Secrets. The heir to the Book of Secrets. So the two of them are going to team up and be, like, the best. Yes. If Phoenix ever gives Trucy the book. But I would like to posit another theory. Valent has a book. Yes. Um, if yeah. you If you have the power of a fae, but you are not trained in it, you still have that power. Like, I feel like, okay, so back to Harry Potter, like always. So you know in Harry Potter, when they're little kids and they're magic, they, the, the magic starts manifesting, right? Like, remember Harry and the when snake and babies. how he made the glass disappear and how every time they cut his hair, it would grow back the next day? Or like when Neville was thrown out a window and he bounced, and that's why wizard babies bounce. Right. Voldemort couldn't throw Harry out because so, he bounces. Like in Harry, go, so in Harry Potter... Um, wizards can do wandless magic at 11. Right, yes. Then they go to school. They can no longer do wandless magic as soon as they get a wand, and it's kind of like a handicap until later when they develop the ability to focus their wandless magic ability. Uh, so what if you're a spirit channeler, uh, and you have, and you're never trained to focus your magical powers into spirit channeling? <laughs> Maybe you can devote it to something else. Hmm. This would be the sound effect so, of me dropping a glass and it shattering on the flat on the ground. Uh, yeah. So, so what's like if if, for example, if Trucy broke the Ami urn, I bet you she'd just be way better at normal magic. But if a normal person breaks the Ami urn, gets magical powers, and then gets the Grammarie Book of Secrets, like fuck, they I mean they could just they just are a, a, like it's like getting all power-ups in video games. Like, shit, son. Like, you're just beefy. <laughs> no, that's a great theory. I, yeah, that's all. I mean, I just think that, like, you you still have the power whether or not you've been trained to focus it in a specific direction. So I think Adrian, like, probably Adrian's rolling around doing magic shit. Or, like, like maybe maybe Adrian Andrews is like Long Island medium, and she's just like walking up to people, being like, "Hey, so your mom has been bugging me. She loves you." <laughs> maybe she can see the future like, now and go up to people and be like, "Hey, don't don't eat that," and then they die anyway. Yeah, maybe Adrian is Cassandra, bringing it back around. Ah, <laughs> uh, how the turntables spin! Oh, <laughs> the turntables have turntables. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's cool. I think Phoenix should collect Adrian as part of his <laughs> collection of magical young adults, so that way he can do whatever his endgame is. 
See, we have our own our own Ace Attorney Justice Squad that we have. We need Green Lantern reins for still. But now Phoenix Wright needs his own sort of <laughs> Green Lantern rings for his uh, his magical children. Now, would he use Green Lantern rings or like communicator cards? He would have Batman like flashlights, like <laughs> <laughs> send a signal up in the sky. Realize it doesn't work very well because it's sunny out. And it's they the just have the, the defense day. attorney badge on them. <laughs> What he does is he's a very complicated thing where he shines his badge directly on Apollo's forehead to, to reflect <laughs> it into a mirror to reflect it into the sky. Oh my god. Oh, I'm a terrible person. Yeah, so is Phoenix. Uh, yeah, it's true. I'll never be as bad as Phoenix. It's true. Uh, Alright, well, thanks GP for that theory that we totally took in... <laughs> dismantled and remantled <laughs> if you yeah. guys have any other theories about about what's up with the Amiarn, please please tell us yeah or um tell me to shut up about harry potter because <laughs> shit this is like half harry potter this is uh object to flitwicks our harry potter podcast <laughs> harry potter our harry potter ace it's already crossover podcast <laughs> let's see if we remember this title I just, I, if we I'm ever just... have a, if we ever have, like, a good Facebook page or something like that, I want, like, alternative <laughs> episodes, alternative shows Stephanie and Michelle are on, and it's just a list of every single one I've ever said. <laughs> That's what I want. Or an email oh with God. that information. I could just, I could settle with that. <laughs> Alright, well, let's take a uh, break. Alright. We're back. I'm Stephanie. If I can just breathe, yeah, everything, everything, everything will be all right. I'm Jesse. British objection. <laughs> I'm Michelle. Uh, now taking sponsorships. This suit sponsored by Highlighter. It's about the right color. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder if that's like going to be the new the new wave in like prom outfits. I colored my entire suit with highlighter uh, instead of duct tape. <laughs> instead of making it out of duct tape. <laughs> I don't think so. Highlighter's water-based. It won't. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I guess Sharpie Sharpie Brights, our new advertising podcast. That would work. Sharpie is different. Kind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks guys for anyway. listening. That's mainly the point of this part yeah. of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for all your emails, all of your support, all and of your, your feedback. Feedback. Everything. Like, the show is impossible without you guys, with all of your emails and suggestions and crazy theories, because it gives us something to talk about. 100% of this episode was you guys. Like, we didn't bring anything to the table other than talk about it. Yeah. So, uh, please, please email us at objecttothispodcasts at gmail.com, or you can send us a message at our Tumblr, which is where Jessie reblogs all of the pictures with really strange tags about her life, um, which is object to this dot uh while you're doing things for us how about you uh rate and review us on itunes because that's a good thing to do and if you're not into itunes there is our podcast garden which is 
podcastgarden.com slash podcast slash object to this. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. Thanks, yes. thanks Jesse. You could have just said it. <laughs> thanks to Dark Shadow Rage 2 for Hey Pala Detective Gumshoe Remix, and thanks to Michelle for whatever she's going to Manfred. Yeah. Oh. So, um, uh, uh, okay, well, so let's, we don't really have a question for next time, but, um, here's a fun activity that I've decided that I'm going to try and do is we always joke about how Phoenix never gets paid in the games. So I decided that I'm going to sit down and I'm going to figure out whether or not, like, it's likely that Phoenix got paid for any given case and then how much based on how long, like, I'm going to actually do lawyer work to calculate the hours that Phoenix works and whether he gets paid for them. From the cases that we see. So, uh, now placing bets on the total amount that you think Phoenix got paid for the first three games. First three games, alright. <laughs> because, first three games. I don't want to do Dual Destinies, um, because I really just want to know what basis of, of, like, Phoenix is living off of for the seven year gap. <laughs> Like, how much, how much money does he have to raise Trucy on is the question. Well, he also had his poker money. From right, but I don't. For him. I feel like he spent about a year being like, uh, depressed. So, <laughs> at least, yeah, yeah. and like, also, and investigating and, his disbarment. And also, like, there's the whole like he he does like air travel, which we know Edgeworth paid for, but you know, and then like he has to pay Apollo. So like, let's not put AJ Does in there. Let's really? just skip the first three. Yeah, yes, Apollo would not yeah, stay if he did not have money. <laughs> yeah, no, Apollo needed money. But also, I mean, it might be just that um, Phoenix takes a cut. Like Apollo gets paid for his work, and Phoenix takes a cut for the agency. But we're not going to talk about that because that's getting into like really like details I cannot fabricate, such as Apollo's employment contract with the Write Anything agency. So exactly. we're not going to talk about that. We're just going to talk about Phoenix at Write and Co. How how that went down? Yeah. So, uh, please send your bets. Uh, whoever Jeopardy style uh gets closest without going over wins. You mean Price is Right? Style. Yeah. Is that um, Price is Right? Uh, yeah. That's exactly what that's I meant. Price Thank is you, Right Jesse. style. I, Jeopardy doesn't do that. Jeopardy is just uh question <laughs> answers in the form of questions. But why don't you phrase your bet in the form of a question? <laughs> 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 what is eight hundred dollars? Yeah, how much is $800? <laughs> and you're going to get an is... email back from every single one of you like a whole yen. <laughs> like a whole yen. <laughs> uh, yeah, and also I'm doing it in U.S. dollars because we're. I have to go off of the assumption that it's L.A. So we're doing this localization. How much did Phoenix get paid? And um, if you have any other things that you want us to discuss... Or any weirdo headcanons that you want us to talk about. Or just anything you want to say hey. And you want to say you've been listening since episode 3. And you haven't emailed us until now. That's great. You yeah, should do that. Just like Definitely. Uh, email us. Who just did that? Karen. Karen. Hey, Karen. Karen. What's up? What's up? Thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for not hating. <laughs> yeah. Just say hi. I'm yeah. Gonna, you know, say hi. I've been listening since episode uh, Pro CD. Like, that's fine. I don't care. Hi. I want to say hi. Hi, yeah. Uh, I usually respond to stuff. Like, if we don't talk to s- about stuff on the show, I respond to it. So, <laughs> so yeah. Just, like, keep that in mind. Um, yeah. So, uh, keep all that in mind. In the meantime, I'm Stephanie. Jesse. Michelle. Now, let's object to this, so why don't you object to that?